Adam McGrath is with us, long-time host of this particular show, Sports Breakfast, along with Wayne, and certainly deserves the title of racing expert. Hello, Ads. Yes, good morning, boys. Uh, yeah, long-time host, and it's good to see that Wayne's still got that real same quickness about his prices and throwing those tips out, just keeping everybody uh, really on their toes for that to be dragged out. So how are we both? Uh, we're very well, and we hope we find you well as well. Um, I know you you still do a lot of work with Australian racing, Adam, even from where you find yourself in your beautiful part of the world. And you know radio's about painting a picture. Can you just give us an idea of your uh, your office or where we find you right now? Yes, I'm. Uh, well, I'm just about to head into the office to do the Australian coverage tonight. So we'll be showing the uh, the Flemington races and all around Australia tonight. So looking forward to that. But it'll be yeah, just in the studio. It'll be uh, nice and warm in there, but it'll be lonely as well. I'll be the only one in there. I'd suggest to about uh, midnight tonight, I think. But uh, it should be some really good racing. So looking forward to getting into it. And like Wayne said, uh, I think we're all doing the same, even across here, just looking at the the heavens and seeing what rain is going to come to Flemington. I know that they're currently rated a soft five, which is an absolutely magnificent performance by the team there to have the track going like that. But from what I've still seen this morning, if these heavens do open, we might be seeing the horses uh, racing in canoes. Um, Adam, can we just go back to, to, to the, your role? It, it's fan dual TV. Is that what we, we're on these days? And uh, how does it work? Is it uh, about the Australian aspect of it? Yeah, so it is on uh, FanDuel TV, so I guess you could say that's the equivalent of, of like a, a sports bet or a Ladbrokes or something like that. It's the biggest betting agency here, and then it's probably a bit like a racing.com where they just have the, the sole channel, but then probably a bit more like a sky racing where we do just go uh, track to track to track and all around the world. So obviously American racing during the morning is the key focus. Uh, they have a couple of football shows as well. Uh, Pat McPhee, I know, is a very popular one who we have on our breakfast station, and then yeah, as the night goes in, we start adding that international racing in, mainly being Australian, and we'll keep doing that throughout. And on the weekends now, we are doing the, the national, uh, the NBL as well, which has been great fun. And then they sort of go into the Irish and the French and the, the British racing as well at night. So it works well the time. I mean, the, the race tonight, the Melbourne Cup, will be about 9.25 here in LA. So perfect time in the night for everybody to be sitting back and uh, enjoying the races. You've got a nice little niche there, haven't you? You've focused on um, overseas racing. Is it proving popular? It is. I've certainly noticed, uh, well, we've noticed a big improvement as well. I think with horses that they're able to follow, I know uh, when I went to Australia the other week for the Golden Eagle, they said that here in America there was seven times the amount of money bet uh, on the Golden Eagle weekend as there was the previous year. And that sort of surprised a lot of people, especially with COVID, that a lot of people increased their betting amounts last year. Yeah, but it was yeah. this year that uh, betting was up seven times. So there is a lot of interest. I think people really find it easy to follow horses on those bigger stages like Nate's distributor, the, the Americans got to see take on their American horse at Royal Ascot. So they had that excitement and that hype about the horse, and I think they've continued to follow it. So it does always show the value of having champions uh, in our game, but certainly being uh, well-supported, and uh, anybody likes watching a race if they can find a price. And the good thing about the Melbourne Cup is you're always going to get value for your money. And you can get on for any price with Top Sport too. So, uh, yeah, they're the ones to follow. Well... Adam, as we look at the Melbourne... Yes, very, very good, and very good supporters of 91.3 Sport FM. Um, uh, looking at the Melbourne Cup field to start, we'll look at some of the other races as well, but the race that stops a nation takes precedent. Doville Legend is a very short price favourite, $3.40. Uh, rather unsurprisingly, David Eustace told us a little bit earlier he thinks that's a little too short for such a race. Is it a clear standout favourite for you? 
Uh, look, it's a clear standout favourite, and in my opinion, it's the best horse in the race, but I'd 100% agree with David, and I think the price is too short, and that's sort of the, the hard thing at the moment. When you talk to people who aren't in racing, you tell them that this is the best horse in the race, and the one you'd be thinking that's going to win, but you're telling them not to put your money on it, and um, yeah, this is a horse that I've been following for about four or five months, and um, you know we've been taking futures with this horse. It was El Bodigan and this horse that we've been following from York, and racing over there, uh, also at Goodwood and Newmarket earlier in the year, sort of uh, June, July, August is when you need to be putting your monies on these horses at 20 to 1. They were, I mean, they were 30 to 1 at that stage for races like this. $3 when we don't know what the weather's going to do. This horse has never seen a rain-affected track. We don't even know from trials or hit-outs if this horse is going to handle it. The only reason we could probably say it would was that its mum has won a group race on a rain-affected track, so it goes in the family. But, yeah, I don't think you can be taking... $3.50, you know, around that sort of quote about a horse that has never seen a wet track. He's also carrying more weight than they normally would for this age as well. This is going to be a big testing point for this horse to carry it. So despite thinking it is the best horse in the race, I wouldn't be telling people to be putting their, their hard-earned on a $3 favourite at the moment with so many unknowns still to come. What about without a fight? That's another one that's a, one of the overseas horses that a lot of people are talking about That uh, it, it, at a reasonable price. Yeah, well, I think everybody was sort of talking about uh, Doville Legend and Lost before it came out, and now it certainly has turned to uh, without a fight. William Buick takes a ride. He looked a little bit out of sorts uh, during the week, uh, William Buick, and he cops a bit of criticism on social media, but he is one of the, the better riders coming from overseas. And this horse has shown ability to run a good race on a soft track and also a good track. The form throughout the year was very good when winning at York and also a new market as well. So... I definitely couldn't talk people out of backing without a fight. And this is probably the one that I do expect to get a little bit more money before they do jump. I think you'll see it under that $10 quote and maybe even around $8 when they do start. Adam, one, uh, one horse we're looking at uh, particularly keenly here, and we spoke to John Lindsay yesterday, who's a part owner, is Knight's Order. It, it hasn't drawn well. Uh, $17 at Top Sport. Any chance from such a wide barrier or that just makes it too tough? No, definitely a big chance. I would think with Knight's Order's, speed at the barrier wouldn't be an issue. I think this horse will get across, it'll be out in front and it'll be rolling along and the thing that you would like with Knight's Order, in my opinion, it's not good enough to be winning a, a Melbourne Cup but this year it is with the way that the rain is going to come, with the field that we've got assembled, with the way this horse races on speed as well, it will get its chance out there. It's a, it's a very honest type, I wouldn't say it's anywhere near as talented as a lot of these but what you're going to get is just pure heart and from this stable as well, the the Waterhouse and Bot Stable, they've trained their horses to be very fit and to be very hard to beat. So these other animals, when they're starting to get tired in the wet and they're trying to chase down Knight's Order, it's going to be the one in front and it'll be trying the whole way. So definitely a horse that you could have a little bit of value there this year, especially if the rain does come. Um, anything sort of at, at long odds that you can see maybe a bit of a blowout chance? Wayne, I know you like your, your longer odds. Look, I think the horse you've got to keep an well, eye on... I've got an airfare to try and pay. I've, I've got to try and find some money to pay an airfare, mate. <laughs> oh. So, come on. Yeah, you need to find some, you need to find some local friends. Uh, 24 <laughs> uh, Realm of Flowers is a horse that will go very good in the wet. She's only got the 50 kilos. There has been good money for her because of the rain. So, she's one that if you start seeing the rain earlier on in the day, I'll start to put your money on now, uh, Realm of Flower, because... Once it does start, I think the money will just keep going and she will shorten right up at some bigger prices. I do think number 14, Darkwind Sweet Junior, will run a really good race. Now, 
It's been sort of 50 to 1 into about 30 to 1. I think you'll get back out to 50 or 60 to 1 when you're waiting for them. I've got it in my top four. I think it'll be a really good uh, lightweight chance again if the rain does come. So it's one to throw in a bit of value, number 14 there. And also number 9, Dockman at $26. was a really good winner two starts ago in the St. Ledger. Then they backed up uh, only a couple of days ago in the Rose Hill Cup. They dropped from 2,600 metres back down to 2,000 metres and went onto a good track. Now they go back up to the uh, 3,200 metres, so they get an extra 1,200 metres. Three days later, they get the wet track as well. And I think Stockman at a really big price could run you a good race. So I am with uh, number eight, Doville Legend, but uh, number 24, Roma Flowers, is my second pick. The 14 Darkwing Sweet Junior at a big price, I think, can run you a good race. And number nine, Stockman, also at about, I think, can give you a good side. So there is value around the favourite this year. Excellent. All right. Uh, anything else we need to know, Melbourne Cup-wise, before we move on to some of the other races today? No, I think that's about it, mate. I think we'll just be keeping a very close eye on the weather. And, uh, yeah, if the rain doesn't come... I think we can look at, you know, Doville Legend to be very hard to beat and run a good race. But if the, the rain is there, we might be able to get a little bit of value. Anything in the Melbourne form that you'd be following and throwing out or even at uh, Ramwick? Because you're all over everything. Yeah, to, to be honest, there's not too much that I'm keen on at the moment, uh, Wayne. I'm still just finalising a couple as we speak. The Melbourne Cup's been the main one that I've really been looking at. But maybe out uh, west, out your way, of course. I'm just trying to see what race number it is. Uh, race number two, I think it is. Hang on, I'm just trying to get it in front of me. No, it might be the third. I'm doing you now. I'll start talking through my prices and chatting. That's all right. That's okay. um, you haven't ummed enough, Adam. What's the You've name got to um it? a few more times if you yeah. want to do a wino. <laughs> yeah. uh, there you go. It is the first race. Race one, number two. He's a lucky lad, maybe like Wayne. Uh, I think he can give you a good uh, run there. Clint Johnson Porter, Adam Durant. They're out to 2,000 metres and... This team just looks to be building now. Adam Durant started a little bit slower so far, but he's throwing the weekend, then winning the Asian bow, and I think he's a lucky lad who found some good support last time. We'll give you a good sight in that first race, race one, number two at Ascot. But how's the lovely Kaylee, and how's life in America, the lifestyle? Yes, going very nicely. She's uh, working hard, and I was uh, fortunate enough to have a few boys from uh, Western Australia over there going to a wedding in Vegas uh, during the week. So I was catching up with some local Perth boys yesterday. But, no, it's all very nice here. The sport's obviously uh, right up and going with the football and the NBA starting recently, so that's always an exciting time. But nothing else to report, to be honest. Very good. Adam, great to hear you thriving over there in the US, and nice to have your voice back on Sport FM Airwaves this morning. Enjoy the cup. Thanks, guys. Always great to chat, and uh, hopefully we get a few winners. Let's hope so. Cheers, mate. Uh, if anyone can, Adam can. Adam McGrath with us here on Sports Who Breakfast. Who can? Adam can. He can. He's a good man, too.